I assure you that Welcome back to the Common Chaos Podcast, your one-stop shop for that beautiful balance of chaos and order, baby. I'm your host, Brian Kern. Uh, man, I don't know really where to start. It's been about a month since you guys have uh, probably heard my voice, unless you're listening to like old episodes or whatnot. Uh, you, some of you are. I appreciate that. Thank you uh, for the support, as always. You guys... Regardless of like how little or how often I do this, you're just still fucking supporting, and I appreciate that. So thank you guys. Uh, you may be asking yourself if you're newer, a newer listener to the show, well, how can I support the podcast, Brian? Well, you can definitely check out the website, commonchaos.net. That's where you get all the episodes. As always, this is a podcast, so you're probably listening to it on Spotify or Stitcher or uh apple Podcasts, somewhere that you listen to podcasts i also believe it's on iheart and whatever google does and some other shit uh but yeah you can give it a like and uh subscribe to it uh through any of those streaming services add it to your playlist uh yeah you can always share it engage with me on social media i've made my somewhat return as of today officially it is uh april 3rd sunday april 3rd by the way Day two of WrestleMania uh, that I only caught some highlights of, but I'm sure we'll talk about that on I Hate the Scene later this week. But, um, yeah, where was I? Oh, yeah, uh, so basically you guys, yeah, can like and subscribe and leave a review for the podcast if you guys enjoy it. Obviously, like, share it. You know, I see all that. But, yeah, engage with me on social medias, uh, Facebook. I am officially back on with my... Uh, my personal profile, which I was off of uh, for a while, but I jumped back on today and reemerged and shared a picture or two and said, what's up, um, for the sake of shameless self-promotion. Uh, and then the podcast is through that page, obviously, or Common Chaos on Facebook. Uh, I, again, haven't been on Facebook at all in like six months other than like people tagging me and sharing stuff with me and whatever Instagram stuff crosses over. So... I haven't been on there, but what is on there and what content you guys can find is just discussions that... I've either talked about on the podcast or talked about with guests that I've had on and, or that's been, you know, discussions and talking points in whatever other relevant media is being digested today. So I just try to, yeah, stay on top of things, stay current, stay relevant and, you know, get perspectives, feed off perspectives, make, make some opinions, formulate some opinions, I guess, you know. Uh, and just ask stupid questions, look for stupid answers, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, that kind of stuff, you know? Uh, not, I guess, the traditional play stupid games, win stupid prizes, like getting socked in the face or something. But, you know, from time to time, I do get punched in the face. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, you guys can also support the podcast through my sponsors, uh, who also directly support the podcast. So, shout out to Fightback CBD and Phoenix Fit. But also shout out to all of you who support the podcast through getting supplements or equipment through either of these two companies. Uh, they are two companies that I've talked about ad nauseum, and they are two companies that I believe are making a real impact not only in the health and fitness world for uh, strength, conditioning, recovery, looking fly, um, feeling your best, optimal performance, but also for giving back to the community. I'm going to start with Phoenix Fit. Phoenix Fit is a supplement company that has been sponsoring the podcast for a little over a year now. 
and they are one of the fastest rising supplement companies slash gyms in America. You know, think on it. Think, um, you know, Sharp Sharp Tech or whatever it is, Sharp Tone. Uh, think Blue Edge here in Austin. You know, maybe you can even get into like the Orange Fury or the, the bar style programs. But think any gym that's going to promote. Actually, don't think about those gyms. No, think about your on it. Think about your your first form, your Phoenix one, your Phoenix Fit. Think about those companies. Uh, you know, when you think of or think about first form and on it, when you think about Phoenix Fit. They are a gym first based out of Utah, but uh, started off as a gym, but have evolved into a supplement company. And they also provide some great gym gear uh, and some awesome apparel. You can see that all through my Instagram at the Common Chaos on uh, Instagram, of course. You can follow Phoenix Fit at Phoenix Fit, F N X F I T, uh, on Instagram. And uh, I believe they, they have a Facebook. Uh, as well, it's just Phoenix Fit, F-N-X-F-I-T. And then I believe they have a Twitter. I don't know if they're very active on Twitter, but I, I do believe they have one. Um, and then if you go to their website, get any of their supplements, any of their apparel, any of their equipment, you actually are going to save 15% on all orders um, by using the promo code CHAOSFNX. Okay, so CHAOS, C-H-A-O-S-F-N-X, at checkout, and you're going to save 50% on all supplements apparel, gear, anything they got. Uh, they often do free shipping on orders over 100 or 125 bucks. They've got top quality supplements, premium gear, premium apparel. Um, their fucking supplements are premium. You know, you're paying, you're going to be paying a little bit under because you're getting my discount, but you are paying top dollar for these supplements. Uh, they are, um, they are approved in the CrossFit games. They have been approved in um, most, I think, like, tested sports they are approved to some degree of performance uh sports so you're not going to be getting popped for stuff you know i mean i honestly don't care if you're going to get popped for stuff to be honest because i'm i have a different i think outlook on uh on uh performance enhancing drugs if that's what you want to call them but you know if you're looking at like usada testing and things like that they're uh, they're pretty strict on what you can and can't have, and a lot of pre-workouts have weird shit in it that might show up on some of those tests and don't. And Phoenix Fit has a whole list of things that they are approved for. They're vegan. They are GMO-free. Uh, they don't include any uh, BPAs in any of their products that they use as far as like shakers and mugs and cups and things like that. They are a very clean company. They are produced and manufactured here in the USA too. So all in-house here in the U.S., uh, talk about a company that's really keeping it, uh, keeping it American, right? They're they're all about it, but they're not just giving back to their their local communities either. They're giving back to their global community. If you make any type of purchase through Phoenix Fit, any item, any item that is purchased through Phoenix Fit, let me repeat that again. Any item that is purchased through Phoenix Fit, a gallon of water is going to be donated to someone in need around the world. Okay, there's over 40 million plus people without clean access to uh, or without access to clean drinking water um, and a whole mess of other things in the world. But uh, clean drinking water above all. And you've got 11 million of those being Americans, you know, here here in the U.S. just themselves. So think about that. 11 million here, over 40 million real worldwide. Um, you know. Why not? 
get some awesome supplements, some awesome gear and give back to the community in a way. And so, yeah, what Phoenix Fit has done is they've started a foundation called their Live Foundation. And for every item purchased, they donate a gallon of water to someone in need. They have currently donated over 600,000 gallons of water. And this is all over the world. They're not just doing it here in the States. They're donating to Europe, Africa, um, all, all over, literally all over the world. You can go to their website and check out all their placers and their markers that they've set up and where they actually have donated and made a change. Uh, this podcast alone has donated, uh, I believe, over a thousand gallons, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Thank you guys for uh, contributing and donating there, giving back to the community. And yeah, if you haven't tried it out yet, I highly suggest it. PhoenixFit.com. Save 15%. Use the promo code Chaos FNX. My next sponsor being Fightback CBD. FightbackCBD.com. Promo code CHAOS. Real simple. You guys are going to save 20%. You can find out all about Fightback CBD, episode 59 of my podcast with Justin McClenney. He is the founder, CEO, owner, the mastermind behind it. It's a CBD company. He started with just tinctures and the little drips that you do, and he's evolved into roll-ons. He just released his very first BCAA formula that does include CBD. He has Delta 8 products now that are available in all 50 states, mind you. Uh, he does worldwide shipping, too, so all you folks overseas. For whatever reason, I've been getting a couple people in Chile. I think that might be some spam, but maybe not. If you're one of my Chile fans, uh, I guess find me on Instagram or somewhere and say what's up. That'd be kind of cool to talk to somebody in another country about the show. Um, but yeah, they deliver uh, the at least the CBD products wherever they're allowed, and they sponsor athletes and uh, performers all around the world as well. You can check out Justin and his story at Fightback CBD on Instagram, uh, or they have a Facebook as well, and of course FightbackCBD.com. Portions of the proceeds that Justin gets from uh, selling his product, which is THC-free, mind you, aside from the Delta-8 stuff, but all his CBD products are THC-free, and they have a broad-spectrum radius, right? So they've got multiple uh, cannabinoids and uh, inhibitors all across the board in the formula that they have, or in the formulas that they have. Uh, lab tested. He's constantly going on social media with his lab results and uh, going through, you know, what he's testing for and why he's testing for it and how that's beneficial. But aside from being just very meticulous and very uh, just very detail oriented and official uh, in his product, he also gives back to those in need as well. A portion of the proceeds for anything purchased through fightbackcbd.com go to help those in recovery um, or in rehabilitation, former uh, addicts, people that may be struggling with addiction problems. Uh, he actually goes out of his way. He, ha he works with centers around the country that help rehabilitate those that are dealing with addiction issues. He personally sponsors people through Fightback CBD and his own pocket. He just comes out of his pocket and sponsors people. Uh, he himself has his own journey of recovery, and he shared that on the podcast and does what he can to give back to the community. You know, almost everybody has has been affected by addiction in one way or another, whether it be themselves or someone in their family, immediate family. I'm no stranger to it. I've talked about it on the podcast before. My family is riddled with it, you know, and it's something that really needs to be dug into as either a mental health issue or a social issue, what have you, but it can be approached in a way where people can have successful rehabilitation stories and really make a difference not only in their own lives but in the community and that's exactly what justin's done and he's just phenomenal for doing so uh so yeah check him out fightbackcbd.com 
save yourself 20% by using the promo code chaos. That's it, just chaos at checkout. Uh, and he also has apparel too. So he's got uh, rash guards, T-shirts, I think he's done some hats. He's got some really gay products, guys. I'm always raving about it. Him and Phoenix Fit, great A shit. Check him out. Save yourself some money. Keep supporting the show. Keep yourself performing optimally. All that good stuff. Uh, recently talked about starting a new job. Um, currently trying to write like a blog, I guess, about what it feels like to take that leap and leave some sense of security and leave some sense of, um, you know, normalcy. At least for me, it was 11 years being with uh, T-Mobile. Shout out T-Mobile, great company. Um, long journey, and I would love to elaborate on that company, what I've learned, what I've taken away from that company. It has helped shape me as a person and, and as a man and uh, as a leader and all these other things that I uh, try to be, you know. Uh, yeah, I just try, I guess. I don't know if I'm successful or not. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's just been this really weird transition into, I guess, another world mind you um i also graduated which was kind of weird because i've never done that before i mean i got obviously graduated high school i've done that before but never graduated college before so that was interesting um even though it was online it was still like pretty cool i am going to visit university of arizona and walk and do all that and have fun and go tour the campus and all that shit um coming up in like a month or two so that's really exciting and you know I really feel like I'm at a point where I'm making a lot of like transitions in life and then I look around at a lot of my friends and my family making these same transitions and I'm just like okay cool yeah right this is this is a part of that ride we've got to kind of just keep trucking away so I plan on trying to elaborate on all of that as best as I can and I'm not going to be like this weird oh listen to me approach to it but I, I do want to be able to share those experiences and I'm also going to have one of my good friends who I currently work with at my new place of employment um, company's a little bit more conservative so I'm not going to necessarily state who or where I work or what I who I work for or what that is but I am in the custom home building business which is quite the transition from doing uh, being a retail manager but yeah whatever Cool. It's fun. I'm loving it. And uh, my friend Jerry, who uh, was previously also employed with me at T-Mobile and is now also doing this, is going to uh, probably be on. Yeah, I'm going to probably have him in here and we're going to talk some shit. And he's fucking hilarious. And yeah, so that's in the near future. So I plan on elaborating on that. I know, I know it was kind of vague in my last episode. And I, again, I'm trying not to be trying to just keep people informed and what's going on and shape this whole thing again because remember after 100 episodes i think it's getting a facelift i've i've this is i think episode 90 or something i know that i'm getting close and it's getting harder it's getting harder and harder to put these episodes out uh just for the sake of my like pure boredom and stupidity and subject regurgitation and i don't like talking about just myself but i also um you know, I'm so fucking particular and anal when it comes to guests and having them on, and obviously the just the tr life transitions that I'm going through right now. Uh, you know, it's just been, whew, it's been tough to kind of break down this 
just what is going on in my life and how to equate it to the real world and how to bring back experiences and draw back on different ideas and perspectives from different people and do so in a way that's like digestible. And now my only goal is to just get 100 episodes done. I just want to get 100 episodes out, have that under my belt. This is episode 89 you're listening to right now. All right. So 89 episodes. The podcast is going on fucking five years old. Like I got to shit or get off the pot at this point. So my goal, like it has been for the last couple of months, is hit 100 episodes. But I now have the ability to kind of go forward with some other plans. And I don't want to necessarily abandon this. But in order for me to like paint a clear picture and exactly translate what I'm trying to do, which is just share experiences and and with that make some change, what kind of change? I don't fucking know, man. But it's happening in weird ways, and I can just tell by certain things that are going on. And again, regurgitation. But to say all that is to say that you know, once that hundred episodes is out, I don't know if I'm even gonna fucking do a podcast necessarily. I don't even know. I don't even know what my plans are, but I do know that I'm somehow going to keep in touch with the community that I have built already, my network that I've built, and I'm going to continue to expand on that. So with that being the case, I'm working on different things and blogs and stuff to try to communicate, you know, um, I guess, like <laughs> a fucking better term, communicate with somebody, um, anybody, no, um, and yeah, I, I, I just, uh, a lot. So I will be elaborating on the job change. I will have some people in here with me to talk about it as well because it's just a really fun experience and something cool that I'm doing. And yeah, and with that, like the graduating stuff and just looking to like newer projects and, and picking things up. One of the things I'm really focusing on is obviously MMA has just been a huge part of my life for like ever and you guys know that. Um, but with just, you know, I'm getting back from hurting my ankle. I, I literally took from the end of November to the end of February off. Like, just started training at the beginning of March again. So, I took December, all of December, and all of January off. And all of February. So, February. So, yeah. There's just fucking a lot of time off. So, I've just been kind of ramping back into that. And But with the time that I did take off, I've prepped a lot of stuff for, uh, like, the working class violence side of things, which is, like, the fight talk. So, that being the case, I do have a live stream tomorrow. I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I brought the Facebook back. I do have a live stream going live tomorrow from my Facebook page. I think it's also going to be on the YouTube if I have him linked. Work with me here, guys. Uh, and so I'm really trying to learn. I'm really trying to learn here and just knuckle down and... I know. Uh, and so, yes, I'm doing a live stream tomorrow with my buddy and, I guess, new co-host, Jordan Madro of the I Hate the Scene podcast. He's been on that with me and Matt for the last several months and has been more consistent as of late. And so he's going to jump on and we're going to talk UFC 273, which is going to happen this Saturday. But what we're going to do is we're going to do a three-parter. So we're going to talk tomorrow night, Monday, do a live stream. It'll go up as its own podcast, episode 90, um, probably tomorrow night once it's done and down. And then we're going to do another episode Friday, probably following I Hate the Scene. So it's going to be like a back-to-back stream with Jordan, hopefully. Um, and then we're going to really talk fights night before, weigh-ins, everybody's there, no, nobody else has pulled out. We've already had a couple fight changes on this card, or card changes. Um, and then a reaction for how they fucking went. And so 
that's something that if I can trial run those three and get those done pretty consistent how I want and at the pace I want and they, they feel right and the vibe is right, then uh, definitely look forward to more of those because I've been working on a couple things with that particular uh, branch of like the podcast and Common Chaos. And yeah, I'm really, really excited to do that tomorrow night with Jordan and, and have that be a thing uh, over the next couple of days to look forward to. Also, Becca and I, yes, I do know that we missed our Valentine's Day episode. We have a yearly Valentine's Day episode that we do, and um, it we missed it. We missed it this year. We've been busy, uh, and no excuses, but you're getting them. And so she is going to be on uh, later this week, I believe, for like a pre-birthday one because her birthday is coming up. So she is going to be on the podcast as well. Those are two things that I have planned. Something that I want you guys to check out. A couple of things that I want you guys to check out that I think are really interesting. If anybody is uh, is from any of my friends in California, friends and family in California, you know that you have some important le- elections coming up regarding candidates for your governor and then midterms and then full elections. And then obviously it's just elections, 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 right? Despite my disdain for political talk and all of that at the current moment and what I'm trying not to do during certain episodes and bring shit up. But again, this is just, this episode is a vomit of just last what I got on my mind, so deal with it. Um, and so the, um, and I lost my fucking train of thought. All right, you can just stop listening now, I guess. Holy shit. Uh, what was I fucking just talking about? How am I such an idiot? Oh, man. Uh, you guys, oh, yeah, you need to listen to the midterms and the governor race, and God damn it. Uh, Michael Schellenberger was recently on Rogan, and if um, obviously I haven't talked about this on the podcast or through any social media, but I just I've been shutting Rogan off lately only because of just the attention it's it's that he's getting is like this really weird. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm like a Rogan bro at this point <laughs> because I do go to him for a lot of information, but, or I mean, not a lot of information, but I go to him as a source of like, just that palate cleanse. You know, I, uh, I do regurgitate a lot of media or not regard I've used regurgitate so much in this fucking episode. Um, I consume and probably regurgitate a lot of media, but I consume a lot of media and probably regurgitate what I see. Um, but I consume a lot of media from different perspectives and angles, and sometimes I do need just stupid banter and talk and idiocy, and Rogan has been on the last of my rotations lately, only because I just, it's all I listen to. He's literally one of, he's my main podcast that I listen to. I have like my series of four or five podcasts that I cycle through. Um, You know, and I take in the additional content, and I take in the cool, fun shit. I take in probably another, an I take in multiple episodes of different podcasts throughout the week, but I don't take really my time to subscribe to like a ton of shit because I just don't have the time to podcast after podcast after podcast after podcast. Like I have my routine ones that I do. I hit Rogan when it's got a, an interesting guest. I can't really do the comedy ones that he has, but whenever he has a politician or, or a scientist or an author, or if he's got someone intellectual or smart or that isn't within his core group of friends where he can just sit and kind of like be silly with I'll listen to only because I'm kind of interested in what they have to say obviously I love Rogan and I'm all about him but 
for the sake of like the stimulation in my own brain. I just gotta, I gotta have filters at times, right? And so Michael Schellenberger was on a recent episode and I listened to, and holy shit, man, he, if anything, spoke like some reinvigoration into what I think is possible with like voting and I've got several friends that have asked me why I vote and you know why what have I thought about voting and do I really think my vote counts and why do I think I have friends that think it's conforming to a system and I've got you know just a whole bunch of different things that I've different discussions I've had about voting and different ideas of voting that I've heard about and the one thing that I nobody can agree on is that they're just one thing that nobody can agree on but everybody can agree on at the same time is People just need to solve the problems. Nobody can agree on what the problems are, but everybody wants their problems to be solved, right? And, you know, everyone's going to have their own individual shit. So with that being the case, you got to find someone that at least makes you excited about the possibilities of maybe change and a shock to the system, if you will. And Michael Schellenberger, ladies and gentlemen, just he was refreshing. It was refreshing to listen to. And it was kind of nice to hear someone that's willing to try to help California where I think California really needs it. And that's obviously areas like cost of living, affordability, the homelessness issue, fucking, you know, people with addictions. We opened up the podcast about needing to help people and give back to the community. Holy shit, can we please try to help people in, in California? You know, my the majority of my friends and family are all over California, all over. And there isn't a one of them that doesn't have an issue with what is going on to some degree in California. And, you know, a lot of people that, at least from what I can see, a lot of people that are disconnected from California in a way kind of look at it like this anomaly of like this, you know, oh, this crazy state that just, and people look at Texas that way too. And I've talked up Texas out the ass. Like, I love Texas. I love Texas. I have roots here in Texas officially. Like, I'm not... I will never not be a part of Texas, you know, but there's, I also love California. Like I'll never not be in California. I'll never not have something there either. And with that being the case, California needs help in a lot of different ways. And Michael Schellenberger really spoke to, I guess, my inspiring voice, my inspirational voice, where it's just like, fuck yeah, that's what we need, man. We need someone that's passionate about going in, helping people, getting shit done the right way, an effective way, making sure that it's done, you know, in a uniformed and effective fashion, man, and not some crazy, like, uh, you know, it's not some crazy, like, I don't even know how to describe really what's going on in California other than it's like a shit show. It's just a shit show. It doesn't seem like it's being ran properly, and the best thing that I can, like, equate that to is, and they talk about it on the Rogan Schellenberger podcast, but, uh, there's this there's this outlet on Twitter that basically got banned and kicked and booted, uh, or I guess they were only temporarily suspended. But uh, anyways, they got the boot because homeboy, after all the trains were getting jacked in L.A., and there was the derailing shortly after this press conference, but he goes down there and he's like, hey, what's going on here, guys? And this uh, outlet put a headline out that said, Gavin Newsom... Uh, Gavin Newsom declares to get to the bottom of who runs California or get to the bottom of who's running California. And it's just like, oh shit, it's, it's, it is this weird, like, you know, I don't even think he knows what's going on. I don't know how you can when you're in charge of that much shit, but 
Anyways, uh, that was really refreshing to listen to. Second, there's this game, or this game, there's this uh, show on Netflix called uh, called Puppet Master, uh, Hunt for the Con Man, or Hunt for a Con Man. And it's about this con man that really basically steals decades, years off people's lives by just tricking them into being these weird codependent people, right? Uh, he's this gentleman that basically got into these people's lives by convincing him that he was an MI5 agent and he needed to, basically they were involved now by association. They were guilty by association for knowing this guy and were, I guess guilty was the wrong use of the word, but they were in this world that they believed they were aiding and abetting this MI5 agent and now they were a part of this like elaborate story or this elaborate like weird MI5 mission that's going on and me and Becca were watching it and I know it's like a true crime oh a thriller we got to catch this guy for me it highlighted how gullible people can be wow oh my god it was kind of hard to watch. It's a three-part show. It actually wasn't hard to watch. It was a really good watch. They did it really well. It's, uh, you know, it's not hard to follow. It's pretty entertaining in the sense of like, wow, it's crazy that this dude was able to pull this off. Obviously, it has money and uh, fraud and fucking hopping countries and stolen passports and fake passports and documents and all the crazy shit that you want in a true crime series. But it's just like, it also highlights how vulnerable and gullible these people that he took advantage of were. And that's what I took away from it. I left that going, holy shit, people need to be educated on how to like not be manipulated. People need to be educated on how to not be socially manipulated or emotionally manipulated in ways that you're giving up your life savings for these people. Your life savings. And fuck, man. Who knows? I could be a victim of it. Becca could be fucking swordfishing me right now, right now. Swordfish, is that a right term with the fucking ransom and hacking and John Travolta and Halle Berry? Catfish. She could be catfish. I don't think she's catfishing me. I've seen her. She's hot. But she could be fucking doing some shady shit right now. Who knows? I don't know. I could be fucking... What's it called when you have Stockholm Syndrome? No, that's just when you're, like, sympathizing with your captor, right? I don't know. I've also been talking a lot about depression a lot, <laughs> a lot lately, guys. Uh, with all these life transitions, I think uh, sometimes I... Before my bachelor party in August, I was talking to some friends, and we got kind of emotional, and I told them that sometimes I wake up and think to myself, if someone could guarantee me that there was, like, a way to restart that life is just this endless loop and you get to relive your life but make different decisions each and every time, right? But you're still, I'm still Brian Kerr in every life cycle or whatever. If someone could guarantee me that on the lines of being gullible and vulnerable, this is probably how cults are started, by the way. <laughs> this is probably in the moment how cults are created. I might start a cult. Anyways, uh, yeah, if I could somehow be convinced that life is just this weird, like, uh, repetition and this weird just cycle of me living my life over and over and over again, there's some days where I wake up and I'm going to be like, yo, give me that bullet. Let's go. Let's go. Let's start this shit over. There's some days that I'd wake up feeling like that. Um, and a couple of people were like, yo, that's depression. <laughs> you might have depression, man. And uh, I just, that just pissed me off. I didn't think that I had depression. I just got sad about that, uh, which 
I think also might be depression. But anyways, I don't think I'm depressed. This isn't, uh, again, a cry for help. I've probably talked about this before, though. Uh, the fact that people just can, hey, they, sometimes people hit these low points, right? Or they feel like they're lost, or maybe they're not serving a purpose. They don't have a purpose. They haven't found their purpose. Different avenues of thinking and living your life. And I just, you know, it's a crazy fucking ride, man. And people can be literally swindled out of their entire life because someone is just real good at talking and manipulating. And that's crazy to think about. But it's also crazy to, crazy to think about, like, the fact that there are people that do that and get away with it. I want to know what this motherfucker was. Really, you're going to live your whole life? Is that a mental illness? Thinking, being able to go around your whole life, thinking that you're going to get through it, convincing people that you're someone that you're not, and then you succeed at it. That's fucking weird. To even have that idea. I thought that... This was like a guy that was destined to be like a cult leader or destined to be like a politician, you know, destined to just get people behind him and supporting him based off his just charm. And he's not a bad looking dude. His, he's obviously a good talker. He's, there's some recorded conversations and he's just kind of, he's flippant in his conversations. He kind of goes back and forth and builds the picture as he goes along. I don't know if he does it off the top of his head, but it doesn't seem real well put together. But then there are parts that he just comes off as like a fucking professional. This guy was destined to be somebody some someday. Um, but he ended up just fucking taking the low road <laughs> and deciding he was just gonna like manipulate one or two people at a time over the course of like 10 years though, you know, very, uh, there's the show I, that was on Netflix too, I think, and I'm, for, I'm tripping on the name of it right now, but it was basically the Saudi dude that had enemies everywhere and he was always telling that chick, my enemies are out to get me, you know, like. It's like that, dude. You're manipulating five or six people at a time, and it's keeping this facade going, and you're able to keep all these people tangled up in your life. That sounds fucking stressful, man. That sounds so goddamn stressful. I could not imagine having to do that. And this guy got arrested and got off. You have to watch this fucking thing. And I'm not spoiling it. It's like, it's twisty and turny after all the shit I just gave away. Like, it's still twist and turn. This show is fucking bonkers, but... All I took away from it was people need to more be more headstrong. And then I started singing some Taproot. There's some Trapped. God damn it, I fucked that joke up. Shout out to Taproot, though. Taproot's a good band. Anyways, guys, that's it. Uh, literal Vomit. I might call this episode Literal Vomit, just for the sake of what you just uh, took for me. But, again, hey, you're listening. You fucking follow me, so I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Once again, phoenixfit.com, fnxfit.com. Save yourself 15%. Use the promo code CHAOSFNX. Fightbackcbd.com. Fightbackcbd.com. Save 20% using the promo code CHAOS. Just CHAOS by itself. Donate a gallon of water with every item you purchase through Phoenix Fit. Give back to those in recovery and in need with their addiction issues with Fightbackcbd. Continue to support the podcast. Give it a like, a follow, a share, subscribe, share it with a friend. Get involved. I'm back on social media. Bug me. Say what's up. Um, yeah. I, you, what I took away from that, talking about a little mental break, what I took away from that, and my little, hey, I'm back today was like, yo, I'm back for y'all's drama because that's all you guys bring on this shit. But seriously, it was nice to kind of get away from all the... It was frustrating because 
I purposefully stayed away from it, so I deleted it from my phone. I made sure to not uh, go through Messenger and because my Messenger is the common chaos one right now, so I made sure to not go through there and check the common chaos one. I just completely disconnected. And what I really took away from it was that, um, A, intentionally doing it was tough because that's how I keep in touch with a lot of my family outside of like through Messenger. So I was still you know, talking to people through there, but pictures and seeing photos and events and things like that, unless I'm intentionally talking to them on Messenger, I missed a lot of that on, on uh, Facebook. Uh, Instagram, I still kept, but, you know, and updated very seldom, but uh, just kind of just stayed off most social media for a good chunk of time, and it was just refreshing. It was refreshing. Getting back into it today, I got a weird sense of like anxiety after about being 10, 15 minutes on. I could feel myself just going through comments, reading stuff. Not that I'm like enticed to get involved in any of it because I'm definitely not. But And I'm, I'm going to be very intentional with my, with my reemergence. However, uh, I can see why people are addicted to it. I can see why people scroll non- nonstop. And uh, it definitely, I could tell the difference. So fun little game. Maybe give yourself uh, 30 days off social media. I did about six months. I Last post I did was um, for, I believe, like right before my birthday. I think I responded to one or two birthday posts that I got, which was in September. And then I was off. Whatever was on there is either me getting tagged in something um, or a post or an update through my Instagram. But Stayed off it. Didn't see anybody get banned other than Matt because I've worked with him. But, yeah, it was nice. It was a nice little break. Maybe give yourself 30 days. Just try it out. Intentionally try it. And then once you realize, oh, wow, I haven't been on in a week. I haven't been on in two weeks. I don't miss it. You know, that'll be a little bit of a perspective. Or you'll be itching your fucking neck a weekend because you're a second away from clicking on it and you can't get over it. That might also say something to you. All right, everyone, love yourselves, love your neighbor, love your friends, love your family. And um, I haven't figured like a new or like repetitive way to close the show out. So I just say like bye and stuff, but I'm liking my intros. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. CommonChaos.net. Catch you in a bit.